Hello and welcome back to What Do You Know For Sure podcast with me, Anne Hughes. In this episode, I'm speaking with Tracy Gilmer, who is a mum with two daughters, who works for a mental health charity, runs a project called The Warrior Mum Project. And what Tracy knows for sure is about self-trust and about it being the biggest gift, the biggest kindness that you can actually do for yourself. And in this conversation, Tracy talks about that silencing herself when she probably did know all along what was going wrong, but wasn't sort of owning that. And she now gets to a place in her early 40s where she feels unstoppable. I mean, how good is that? I mean, that's just fantastic in that that she's no longer looking for permission from other people to do the things she wants to do with her life. Another fantastic, empowering conversation and I hope that you enjoy it. Tracy, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Thank you very much for having me. It's good to be here. Yes, and tell us a wee bit about you. Right, well, um, I am a woman in my early 40s. Um, I've spent a long time kidding on to my kids I'm 27, but now I've kind of, I'm embracing that I'm in my 40s. Yeah. Um, got two wee girls. I work for a mental health charity, used to be a social worker in the olden days, and I've got a wee project called the Warrior Mum Project as well. And really all the stuff that I'm interested in is about mental health and mental wellbeing and empowerment, Um, especially as I've got two wee girls and, you know, you just want them to grow up strong and kind of strong-minded. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I know we've spoke, we met, I think just a year ago almost exactly an International Women's Day event for Children First and uh, we've kept in touch on Twitter and things like that so it's lovely to be chatting to you today and we've we've you know I know lots about you through what you like on Twitter and what you say and everything but I'm dead intrigued what do you know for sure Tracy? Ah well it's taken me a wee while to get to this point but what I know for sure is that Trusting yourself is one of the biggest gifts that you could give yourself. Mm. I went through a really horrible breakup um, a couple of years ago, maybe a year and a half ago. I just started my job um, and I came home from work and essentially that was a game over. So my, my belongings were in black bags. My key had been taken off me the night before when I was sleeping and I had to phone the police and things like that. So... It has been a horrendous time, but what I learned from that, if if I had listened into my gut instinct before, because I was telling myself and I was telling myself, but I spent such a long time silencing myself, mm. if I had just taken a wee bit of time to listen into myself, I would have trusted that I knew what I needed and I would have got out of that before I was shoved. And I see that as well, you know, in my work when I started getting unwell, when I was a social worker or just decisions about where to live or, you know, what's right for my girls. Just always trusting myself is the best thing that I've learned to be able to do. Mm-hmm. And it just makes life so much easier. There's still loads of wobbles and still loads of, oh my God, what am I going to do? But it's just taking that time to just stop and listen to yourself and the answers just come. And then you just know, you just know. Yeah, and, and you know, it's one of the most frustrating questions that, that I'll say to my friends when they've got a quandary about something and I'll be like, you do know what you want, and they'll be like, I just don't, and I'll say to them, but what if you did know? And I think it just takes you to a different place of thinking, doesn't it? So, mm-hmm. see, 
for a long time you're saying maybe you didn't trust yourself. See now, do you feel as if you will trust yourself as you move forward in your life? Because there's still a lot of living to do. You're in your early 40s. There's still a lot of living here to do, isn't there? <laughs> do you feel in a better place, therefore, trusting yourself moving forward? I actually feel unstoppable. If there ah. was one word to, to sum it up, it would be unstoppable because I'm no longer looking out there or looking to anybody else or expecting the answers to come for anybody else. I'm not seeking advice or guidance or permission. I think that's one of the big things. I'm not asking anybody for permission to do what I want to do anymore. I'm choosing and I'm deciding. And all of that kind of angst and the frustration and the the uncertainty that comes for waiting to hear back, you know, if people think it's a good, none of that, it's all gone because I'm choosing and I'm just doing it. And it sounds like, when I'm saying it out loud, it sounds a wee bit, um, I don't want to say selfish because I think as women have that thing where we put everybody first and we don't, um, we feel selfish a lot of the times. But I, I'm no longer seeking that external permission or validation or anything I'm just listening and what do I need in this moment and what do I need for that next thing and I just I think you sound that's an amazing place to be not seeking other people's permission and it's something that when you have conversations with folk in a and you know I, I mean it with the most love that I wish I could empower more women to feel like that because for instance if I was speaking to somebody and maybe they've got a medical issue going on and they would say, I don't know what they're going to do about it. I mean, I don't know. Now, it's a medical issue. So, of course, you need the help of your doctor or whoever you need, whatever professional body you need the help of. But there's always a way to empower yourself and everything. And even we, you know, we've got one daughter the same age, but my other daughter's older. Even with my daughter, so often I'm like, how can you empower yourself in this situation? Stop giving your power away. And so do you feel as if, you've in your late 30s early 40s that you've been able to take your power back in a way I I think I went through a really it just it's like I've had all these terrible things happen I had a really terrible situation at work um, and I had to deal with that and it ended up um, I eventually left my work but the start of all that came from being unwell, just when you were saying about, you know, when people aren't well and we're looking at the doctors, I get really unwell after I had my second wee girl. I was really depressed, really anxious. I, I, even looking at myself in the mirror, I was like, who the fuck is that? I could not recognise myself. Yeah. I was a shadow of myself. And I get fed up of going to the doctors and getting the medication mm. and getting, I got six counselling sessions and that was it. That was it. And I'm like, that, that, I can't have this. And that's when I started actually looking at it. How can I fix this situation for myself? How can I empower myself? How can I take control of this situation? Because this stuff isn't working and mm-hmm. I need to sort this out. And that's when I started looking at the kind of mindset stuff. And I got a wee bit into the secret and the law of attraction. That was my starting point. But that's where I started to realise that, you know, everything you need is inside of yourself. It starts yes. in your head. Uh-huh. but it's all here it's all here in you and once you can kind of get to grips with that and harness whatever that that stuff is inside of yourself that inner magic then 
It does. You do end up feeling unstoppable. Uh-huh. And you know, it's so funny because you're bringing up the secret because I've I've been into all this stuff for a long, long time for most of my adult life, really. And when the secret came out and I read it, I thought, well, that's all about stuff. And I, I, I didn't really like it, if I'm honest. But I thought, but it's a great starting place, the fact that it's sold millions. But if there, you know, if there's anybody listening that's only read the secret, keep delving, keep going in, keep finding more. Because actually, you could give you the biggest house in the world, the nicest motor, the most handsome husband, you know, all the money, the diamonds, the holidays. You could have it all. But unless you've fixed yourself in here, then none of it matters a shit, does it really? Because it's not about no. stuff. You know, and that's, I think, is, is the secret. It's not about stuff. No, no, it's about you. It's about you and it is about, um, th- there's loads of bits that come into it. It's about, you know, deciding what you want out of your life, deciding that these things are available to you. Um, it's about making choices that are about you and your own happiness. And we were living, before the breakup, we were living in a brand new house. It was big. Um, we all had enough space. Obviously, I was miserable in the relationship. But now me and my girls are squashed into a two-wee house that isn't big enough, but we're the happiest that we've ever been. We couldn't be any happier. I'm the strongest I've ever been. And we don't have all the stuff. I I run about in a wee banger of a car, but it does what it needs to do. And honest to God, we are the happiest we've ever been. And it isn't about the stuff. It's Uh never about the stuff. Uh Can I take you back to something you said, Tracy, about you looking in the mirror and thinking? Yeah. Now, I think most women, most people probably can resonate with some point looking in the mirror and either saying, for me, I remember after I had my first daughter and I went back to work and stuff and looking in the mirror and saying, oh, there you are, because I had sort of lost myself a wee bit. Mm -hmm. But sometimes looking in the mirror and being like, what the actual? So what, what did that, was that a moment therefore where things changed for you when you looked in the mirror? It was the start of it. So I had, um, I just, I was a mess. I was so stressed that my skin had all broken out. My hair was all just kind of breaking off and things like that. And there were days I just kept looking at myself thinking, who are you? Who are you? Where, where is she going? Because I'd always kind of seen myself as a really strong person. I had a really difficult job in social work. So I, I was just used to dealing with difficult things. But then I'd given myself too many things like I'd moved house and I'd had the baby and all of that and it was actually one day when I was sitting in the the bedroom and I was in tears and I was sitting in the edge of the bed just thinking you know see if I just walked right out of this flat today if I just go and tell them because they were all in different rooms the kids and my partner if I just tell them I'm going to the shop and I just keep walking, they're not going to notice. They're not even going to notice if I'm not here. And then the baby started crying and snapped me out yet, and snapped snap me out that that train of thought. And it was that where I decided, no, you need to sort your shit out because this isn't you. They need you and you need to be better than this. Like, no better as in a better person, but you need to get better. Mm-hmm. And see that, so you've obviously you've said that you're much happier now in your wee two-bedroom with your girls and so you've sorted your shit out but see sorting your shit out do you see it as a sort of a lifelong journey as opposed to there is a finish line and when I get through that finish line everything will be perfect what way do <laughs> you see no it there is no finish see that's what I feel there is no finish uh-huh. line and so are you are you just committed to the fact that you'll be I suppose you'll trust yourself and you'll be accountable to yourself I suppose to make things better 
Aye, I think it's those two bits, isn't it? And we're human, so we're always changing, we're always growing, we're always evolving. So the things that are, there will be those core things that are important and that you will hold yourself accountable to, regardless, you know, your family and your health and all these different things. But as life changes, we change with it. So what I'm focusing on this year will be different next year. It will change slightly. So I, there is no finish line. It's just, I hate to say it, but it's always a journey. It's that, it's a bit of a cliche, isn't it? But it is, it's a journey. It is a journey. It is a journey and... I think that accepting it's a journey and that I'll always be trusting myself and sometimes I'll make the wrong decision and then I'll pull myself up and I'll make the right decision. And when you accept that, it's quite liberating, isn't it? Very liberating. There's a whole load of freedom that comes with that, isn't there? And even saying, you know, there is no right or wrong answer because whatever I choose either closes one door and opens another and maybe that path was not the right path and it's a redirection, so... You know, and it's the thing as well about success and failure. There's no such thing as failure. It's just learning. Aye, I never lose either, win or I learn. I love that. I love that. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on the podcast and for sharing. So honestly, Tracy, I really appreciate it. No, you're very welcome. It's been fun. Hello and thank you for joining me on this episode of What Do You Know For Sure podcast. If you would like to connect with me, you can do that across social media by searching and Hughes Ignite. If I refer to my radio show and the podcast, you can catch those on my Mixcloud. Again, just searching and Hughes Ignite. And if you or anybody you know want to answer this question with me, please do get in touch. Just go onto my website, anhughesignite.co.uk and fill in the contact page at the bottom and I'll be delighted to have this conversation with you too. Thank you.